The only two people here to bring the house down are going to be the co-hosts of the Weekend Social. Are we going to actually talk to each other tonight? Yeah, we might have to. Holy shit. Extravaganza featuring the Husky Weight Tag Team podcasting champions of the world. We are firing rays of chronic badassitude from the Chisel Center, located in idyllic, sensational city of Roswell in the state of GA. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlefuckers. This is episode 19 of the Weekend Social, and tonight we are going to switch gears, taking it back to grassroots, because the only two people here to bring the house down are going to be the co-hosts of the Weekend Social. No guest host tonight. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But first, let's turn the page, set the stage, and engage with the co-host Rage. Introducing first, the man to my right, standing in the green corner, one half of the Husky Way Tag Team Podcast Champions of the World, with a countless tally of puke and rallies, the mall crawling, white clawing, shot calling, home office colossus, the pride and joy of the hayfields of Ohio, lord of the house Roswellian and king of the north, he is he. What's up, my brother from another mother? Damn, dude, it's a it's a, it is a chilly night tonight here in Atlanta. How you doing? It's pretty fucking cold. It is. It was a nice day. It started off a really nice day, uh, you know, mid fifties, and then uh, we're driving home from work. Fucking like clouds roll in. It's now like what feels? What is the real feel from? It, it from feels weather? like it's like thirty two degrees. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's cold as fuck. I mean, I'd take it versus the rain, I guess, right? Yeah, I'll take it right now. That's. I'm tired of being wet. Yeah. Well, how have things been, by the way, speaking of being wet? Uh, well, uh, very wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's just going to be the two of us tonight. That's awesome. Mind if I take a minute and introduce myself to the listeners? No, go ahead, man. Very well. <clears throat> I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train desperate to keep it on the tracks. The old and shifty, cheap and thrifty, closer to 50, shade deflecting, chore neglecting, two-buck chucking, motherfucking, agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank, and the high priest of the church of pinching pennies, I am Chisler. See the money, let's count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in the bed of goodwill's dog, pinch your pennies with the coupon. That's what I'm talking about, Chiselholics. Woo! Let's uh, so let's tell the kids how they can get in touch with the C Money. Well, you know, everything's in our show nuts. It's got a summary of all the topics that we talk about, links to the articles we mentioned, where you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. 
Uh, what else do we have right now? Anything else? We do have Skype. Oh, we have Skype. Oh, we have got yeah. Skype now. We talked about that. I would love it if you all would rate and review us on whatever you're going to listen to us on. Send us your comments, questions, feedback. We love talking back and forth. Very nice. Couldn't have said it better myself, E-Money. So last episode of the Week in Social, we nimbly sussed out the guest host defense and seeing that we were facing disappearing guest host coverage, we called the Audible and we cast in some favors and we brought two of the best damn neighbors that were within stumbling distance of the Chisel Towers. I'm pretty sure they both stumbled in here. And then they stumbled out of here too. <laughs> no, and I'm the, pretty sure they might have crawled. Those two would be the Tennessee Titan, Mr. Clean, and the Jamaican sensation, Reggaetron. So I even got a text from Tasman yesterday morning, which was, how fucked up were you guys? <laughs> and so, listeners, I want to be very clear about this. Do not believe the rumors. We were totally fucked up <laughs> that entire show. And and to my surprise, and, I, and hopefully everybody else's, it turned out to be a fabulous show. Yeah, it was great. It just shows that this show has potential of just bringing people together and the magical power of editing on top of that can polish up just about any turd. It can. But honestly, thanks again to both of them for stepping in in a pinch. They went out of their way, had probably a very tired Friday morning. I don't know if Mr. Clean or Regatron remember much of that evening. But thankfully, we've uh, we've memorialized it for eternity in podcasting forms. So. That is correct. I didn't yeah. remember most of that shit. Yeah. Hey, man, these guys are super duper dudes. Yeah, they are. They're the strongest of the strong. They actually came in and pulled it off. They are members of an elite order and I <laughs> that I only aspire to join at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, do not try this at home. Exactly. <laughs> now, right about now, this is where E-Money and I would be introducing our guest host. But tonight, uh, E-Money and I have opted to keep this a show-lo-sode. Yeah, uh, it's just me and you. It, it, it's started me and you. We got to break in here sometime because this is what it, it's all about. And we've got me and you connecting. So we've got some milestones coming up too we're going to keep the same format quick bits and such and games and spotlights but instead of a guest intro let me expand on this so you know we're doing the show just e-money and myself based on my suggestion and why did i feel that was appropriate that's for a couple of reasons first you know it's been a while since e-money and i sat down like he said um and you know we haven't had like a good one-on-one and and while we do have a third mic in for every episode that is currently available it gets away from the co-host that I, you know, share this experience with. Want to make sure that we don't lose that as part of this process. And the introduction episode that we had, um, I took it down. It, the quality was not up to my liking. And I don't want people to learn about this podcast and then go to that and then hear the shit sound. And yeah. that is my own mistake. So maybe this is a redo. So I want I want that opportunity too. Um and I wanted to talk also uh, about a couple of things, talk about thoughts about the show. We'll touch on that in the spotlight or whatever. Yeah. But the second reason is, admittedly, it's self-serving. Because if you know the Chiseler, the Chiseler fucking loves hype. And we're coming up on a huge milestone, episode 20. Yes, we are. The next episode, episode 20, you are going to be two podcasts decades old, E-Money. Wow. That's huge. It's a milestone episode, so we're going to shake things up. First, E-Money, you will no longer have to share your theme music with anybody else. I'm going to write the E-Money theme song. Uh, so music will debut next episode with theme music written by yours truly. And speaking of music written by yours truly for the next 10 episodes, starting in episode 20 and going through episode 29, the intro music that you hear at the start of the show will be songs that the Chiseler has written. And 
and perform. So everything you hear on that will be every instrument, every vocal, anything that you hear will be the Chisler. So I hope you guys enjoy that. We might actually post the entire MP3 out on SoundCloud because we got it. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Uh, We've also talked about some ideas that we have for the show going forward. Let's touch on that in the spotlight too. We need an outtake-isode. So before we get to episode 20, we are going to drop. Your very next episode is going to be another outtake-isode. Like library books were way overdue. We will have outtakes from uh, folks like uh, Reggaetron, The Watcher, Double D, Taz man, Mr. Clean, Silent J, Inspectatech, everybody that you've heard in the last six episodes, including this one, we will have an outtake episode with some of the funniest bits that you haven't even heard yet. And then lastly, this is a project for both of us going into episode 20. Most podcasts don't last past episode three or four. So we are effectively past the first trimester. Yes. Yes. From a podcasting perspective. I want us to have some really heavy hitting guesses. I'm there with you, man. So let's let's go ahead and brainstorm real quick. Let's name names. Let's go ahead and call them out. You've got some names in your Rolodex of possible guesses. I do have some. I do have some names. I would love for my boy Ryan Dalton to get on here. Very nice. I love Ryan Dalton. For those of you guys who do not know Ryan Dalton. Look up Ryan Dalton. You find him on YouTube. That is one of the funniest fucking comedians you'll find on this planet. He is fucking hilarious. You and you know another comedian too. There were so many just absolutely amazing comedians that just came out of this little. What about place. what about Steve Byrne? Steve Byrne. That would be a fucking good guest host too. That would be a great guest host. And then what about the dudes that we were supposed to have on last time? Yeah, those guys would definitely be fun. They've got some big names that they know too. I mean, well, some- and we we still will not name their names until they come on this show and you fucking guys know who i'm talking to (laughs) i know you're listening and i know you know that i'm talking about you right now and i cannot wait to have you fuckers on the show this is a a carrot and a stick kind of thing yeah i want you guys here understand that life gets in the way work gets in the way shit gets in the way but man i will not say your names until i read your freaking intro that i wrote it was pristine (laughs) dude we've got so many big hitters that we could pull on this show and it would just be fun but there's some other folks that have not been back in a while like high gravity hasn't been here since episode seven yeah the watcher we need to get the watcher back on double d's dying to get back on saul goodman since episode 11 he's a busy guy and it's billable hours for for an attorney but still he's dying to get back on we need to start like bringing thunder we got some ideas and if you heard your name and you want on the show and we're gonna tag all y'all bitches (laughs) trust me because we want to make episode 20 a fiesta because it'll be close to Cinco de Mayo by the time I edit it <laughs> and we get schedules worked out. But we're going to make it a good one. So with that being said, look forward to that. There's also maybe some extra special stuff I'll throw in every couple episodes, maybe every episode. How about a previously on the weekend social? We haven't done one of those yet. I can't believe we haven't done one of those. I used to do those promos. Like, Yeah, there's so many things that we need to actually pull out of this. We're going to talk about that because I do have a specific topic on that in the spotlight and it's already written down. Okay. You guys, I love that we're thinking on the same wavelength because where do we want to take it? 
Yeah. I'm thinking video. I mean, there's there's just so many things that people would just find hilarious. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. It not, like, not only is the audio experience that you guys as the listeners hear, but if you could see it in the fucking room and the look on people's faces as we start talking about some of this shit, it would bring a, a little bit more perspective. Oh, you would shit your pants. Yeah. 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 Don't Do not trust, trust that fart. Fuck yes. <laughs> 15 love. You, you sharpshooter motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and start off with the question that we ask every episode, the question most self-evident. E-Money, what you got planned this weekend? Man, this weekend, I guess I got to clean the fucking garage. That is a fucking chore. That is the bane of any homeowner's existence. Yeah, you know, I I just did it like six months ago. You built those badass shelves. Yeah, dude. So I had shelves just built. So everything is supposed to be up in these really nice storage bins and everything's organized. And then the next thing you know, winter hits and people don't want to put them in the bins and they just want to throw all their shit in the garage and now i can't even park in there and now that it's rain lanta and not atlanta i want to pull my jeep in the fucking garage So your jeep is, is getting a little bit of uh, mildew action it's got Dude, swamp crotch yeah it's got swamp crotch man it needs some gold bond action you gave that goddamn <laughs> bottle away you could have had the most like freshly smelling balls of a jeep <laughs> but you you chose to give that to high gravity Hey, man, you know, I, I'm just not that kind of gold bond kind of guy. I like to just air dry that shit out, Dude. take the doors off and go. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to let up on this. This is something that, yes, I think it's funny, but I swear to Christ that you will have a life-changing moment when you try it for the first time. Just I'm like, I'm I, visual bit audio podcast. I'm, I'm waving around here, like gesticulating like I am a goddamn preacher. Yeah. Hey, just don't do it right after you shower. You exactly. must be dry. Yeah, you have to be. Yes. So, yeah. Five to seven minutes afterwards. Yeah. Let the boys breathe a little bit and then put it on. And I swear to Christ, it is a freaking life-changing experience. You'll never go back. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling out another uh, chisel light. It's the seltzer. I've yeah. gone back to chisel lights, by the way. Hey, man. I haven't had them in a while. Couldn't yeah. find them at our neighborhood Kroger. They've they've stopped stocking it next to the uh, the vegetables. Well, that, that's because you're the only person who purchased them. Dude, I I bought the shit out of that shit. Yeah. They were making money off me. What? So how is your Krogering going, by the way? Krogering's going awesome, man. They're your meat uh, man's still hooking you up dude, with some manager my, special? I love my Kroger. Honestly, you, I, I can walk in there. In half an hour, I can basically get $400 worth of food for $150. You got the hookups. Because everybody's out there like, hey, you need a manager special. And I'm like, you know who I am. And so it's just like every time I walk past something (laughs) and they're just like, you need me to put a sticker on that? I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, put a sticker on that shit. Yeah, that's that's right. Dude, we actually gave up our Sam's Club membership because it wasn't even worth it. This is something we, we could definitely go on the fucking like down the rabbit hole. I don't believe in like costco i don't believe in sam's club it is so few and far between at those places oh, yeah. and they charge you a membership fee you can go to aldi you can go to froger get manager specials you can do much better and most of the time you buy like the big old tub of fucking peanut butter and half of it goes bad anyway yeah that's right nothing nothing's worse than fucking bad peanut butter actually there's a lot of things worse but it's it's up there <laughs> it's up there it's fucking like top 10 like big pet thieves i feel you okay so you, that's what you're doing i'm assuming on saturday because we don't have yeah. lacrosse on saturday we do not have lacrosse on saturday it's a woo. All right, Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, Angel Ric Flair. So Sunday we have lacrosse. So that that's that's like a, a null and void. Tomorrow I've got teenage daughter. She has her first 
tennis match. Oh, right. I didn't know she was playing tennis. She gave up lacrosse to do a, a high school musical. She played varsity lacrosse last year. And I'm just like, go live your best life. If you if you have to give up lacrosse to do a musical because that's what you want to do in high school, fucking do it. Absolutely. But then like she was like, well, you know, I'll just take the semester off of doing anything. And I was like, fuck, no, you won't. You will absolutely not. Yeah, you you won't do that. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, you just got a car. You're not going to be driving in the mall every day yep. and driving your friends around to chick-fil-a and blah 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 blah. you got to find something to do it's like you can get a job or you can play a sport i cannot well that that comes with implications i was about to say i cannot wait to the for the day where i can say the same thing to the chislets oh yeah but then i thought about the insurance <laughs> and you're lucky you got two i got four. Oh, i know fuck Ooh. Where are you going to encourage her to work during the summers? She wanted to be a swim coach. She's been a swim coach for... She's been um, a fantastic swim coach. For a long, long time. Benuna and Puka can attest to that. Yeah, like they, yeah. She's been a they great... They rated her five stars. Thanks. Yeah, she she's a great swim coach. Maybe it's time to go get some real life experience. Hey, go around to some of these restaurants and be a hostess. Yeah. You know, do something that, that you can do, have fun, and actually make consistent money. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, you know, babysitting and coaching... It's not very consistent. She can learn the early lesson of tax evasion from tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, a, as the hostess, a percentage of you, the tips. You would. And yeah. if they're cash, you don't have to claim them on your taxes. That's right. Yep. Chisler learned that at a very young age. I was making tips as a bag boy at the neighborhood grocery store back when they would actually like take them out to the car. I did the same thing. Dude, I made bank. Dude, I can't even tell you like how much money I wasted on CDs. I would buy CDs that I didn't even like just because I was like vomiting money yeah and then i sold them all in college like for five bucks each the honey badger she she still was like you were so wealthy in call in high school and i'm like because i worked (laughs) (laughs) everybody else like kind of worked i like literally worked i had uh i had work study and I had it for the like first semester and my GPA dropped so low, I lost the ability to work study. It was oh. like the, the university thought I was that dumb. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we won't let you around any of the programs or departments or services that we provide because you're a fucking idiot with a 218. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from then on out, you know, I told my parents, you know, of course, the reason is because I was doing so much work study this my, that my GPA was so shitty. So, okay, you don't have to work. We're going to give you an allowance of 125 which means you maybe get a 12 pack a weekend a couple packs of smokes and that's it yeah that's it that's kind of rough you're just buying beer and smokes nothing else hey man i flunked out of college my first year it happens well you were 17 at the time right i was i graduated high school in three years man that is way too young for somebody to be going to college I, i i think even like i was 19 when i went to college i was too young i've been telling my children that if you do not want to go directly to college i would love you for you to go into the military the peace corps something that you want to do you know go into the nunnery (laughs) (laughs) she can go in there right now (laughs) (laughs) did you love chisler (laughs) touch the button there yeah well most of europe they they like force their their kids to like be in some sort of giving situation whether it be the military whether it be within the government it's a forward-facing you've got to work for two years most of them pay for fucking college right yeah and plus your brain really doesn't develop until you're 21 that's a true fact people If that's the case, then 
my brain never developed because I killed all the brain cells before I was 21. Exactly, because we were too busy fucking off in college. I went into school in architecture. I end up with a, you know, marketing degree with minors in finance and accounting. And oh, I'm just okay, like, so, let's, so am I doing anything that I really set out to do? Absolutely not. At the age of 17 through 19, do you really know what you're capable of doing? You have no fucking clue. Especially living with your parents. Elbow like, to the asshole. You don't know what it is. Exactly. Exactly. My, and I even chose the college that I went to because it was so good for pre-med. And I wanted to be a pediatrician because I wanted to help sick kids. Guess what? My GPA didn't fucking agree with that. <laughs> Turns out I'm not going to be a doctor. So then what do I do? Uh, okay. Uh, what's something else that I like? I like history. Early medieval times. Oh, yeah. Like Charlemagne and that. Like, I love that shit. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to major in history. My parents like thankfully said, "What the fuck are you going to do with a history major?" And no no disrespect to history ma- majors out there by the way. I like cuz I I'm passionate yeah. about history. I love history. Like history channel is like, well, that's that's a bullshit example. Well, if you don't le- learn from history, you're bound to Yeah, repeat history. That's right. And if you don't know where you've been, you'll never know where you're going. That's right. Or you don't have ways. But <laughs> <laughs> That's another one, right, dude. Right. Holy shit. Fuck it. I'll, I'll give myself one there. Not a sponsor. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got me out of some shit ways. I'm going to give you a free sponsorship on that. So my parents like did the great thing. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? Like you could teach history. Are you going to like have a special type of history? I know I just like history. They said, no, no, rethink this. And so like I had, they, they basically like forced me to meditate like on what I was going to be and what I was going to major in. I had no major when I was going into sophomore year. That's the point where you're supposed to declare. And I took econ 101 and economics turned out to be. The Chislers fucking degree. Economics with basically a hyper focus on accounting. Yeah, anyway. Just one of those things, man. Well, I hope you have a nice weekend. We kind of got on a tangent. Yeah. So, hey, Chisler, what you got going on this weekend? Thank you very much, E-Money. Uh, I'm going to be departing on Friday to go see the Chislets that are out in Texas. Nice. So, uh, it's been it's been a minute. It's been more than a minute. It's been since Christmas since I've seen them. We have not been able to get out there because of uh, employment-related issues. That I, yeah, I've got lots of stuff going on there. Things are going very well in that regard. I have not been able to get out there until this coming up weekend. I'm dying to see them. I miss them like crazy. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be. I don't know how you do it sometimes, man. I, I could go on like for a long time about this. It is a drain on my soul. We haven't talked about this on the show. So let's, let's kind of like, let's crack this egg open. Three of our kids from my previous marriage that are out in Texas with my ex. They are out there in a town that's very small. I, I do like the state of Texas. I do not like the, some people in Texas. Uh, I make it a point every night to FaceTime with them. And it is hard because I, I prior to them leaving, I was an active dad. Read them their books every night, gave them their baths, and um, put them to bed. I was the I was that person, and then that was gone for me. I'm, I'm proud of all of them, but being this removed from things that you care about is so hard. Oh, yeah. That's exposing a lot. Hey, man. Uh, it's a lot. You know, I try to keep the show funny, but that's 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 pure truth. Um, I cannot wait to see them during the evenings when they are asleep. I will be editing this podcast <laughs> with um, and, and we stay at a hotel when I go out to see them. I, I pick them up. We stay at a, a hotel, uh, basically get a suite situation where they sleep in the master. I get a pull out couch. So I'll be editing the uh, the podcast when I'm out there. 
There we that's, go. That's my weekend. And I'll be flying back, hopefully back in time to catch either the very end of the game or hear, you know, the results as soon as I come in the door. But there we go. That's my weekend. Would love like a nice, quiet weekend, but it doesn't look like based on what uh, Team Snap is saying, we have any, any of those coming up over the next 15 months. No, we don't. Can we talk about something speaking of lacrosse? Yeah. The bullshit game and bullshit officiating. Oh, dude, it was, it was the worst officiating I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. According to some of my friends, I am a very loud vocal person when it comes to things like this. According to um, Mr. Clean, my ranting and raving literally got the high school football coach fired. It was such a bad game. The kids played awesome. The kids played great. The comment that you made was so dead on. They're playing against two teams. One, the team they were actually scheduled to play, and then two, the refs. The refs. That was the worst officiating crew I've ever seen at a lacrosse game. So we saw some like extremely hard checks. And that's, let's set the stage here too, because this is sixth and seventh grade lacrosse. We're not talking about like high school lacrosse where, okay, yeah, good body middle, check. This is middle school. Yeah. These were like power hits that no flags were thrown. There were slashes, no flags were thrown. And then who'd they throw them on? They our threw team. them on our team. I'm Switzerland. In, in most arguments, I can usually see the other side of an argument. There is no other side to this argument. Those refs were paid off. That we were in the wealthiest zip code in the state of Georgia. Holy shit, that high school was beautiful. We were in the wealthiest zip code in the, the state. The of high school looks like <laughs> Arkham Asylum. Yes, it does. Okay, from the front. Now, in the back, it has an equestrian center yes. with a veterinary school there. They have fucking horses at a public high school. That's fucked up. The stadium was nicer than most college stadiums that I've been in. Yes. Sorry, Georgia Tech. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're well, shit. they have people who clean them all the time. I actually walked out in the track. I was like bouncing up and down. This is amazing. Like this is the most amazing track I've ever been on. It's like pure, like soft track. It's a very nice school. Very, very nice school. Very fucking shitty refs. Well, they have like one of the top programs for soccer, lacrosse, um, baseball, wrestling. One of one of my buddies, Stepford Wives. Those refs were not quote unquote paid off. They were just paid to not truly ref the game. It was such bullshit that they would only throw a flag. If that it was, was so blatant that everybody in the whole entire stadium the, was screaming. The stands evenly split with their parents versus our parents, but it was when we said, Jesus Christ, you're not going to call that? You know? But then they would call it a minute later. And it was and it was a full delay where they would look at each other. And I've been a kid's sports umpire, kid's yeah, sports me too. Uh, official. And it sucks when you when you feel like you're doing a bad job. These guys did not give a fuck. No. And as a parent, that's frustrating as hell because you're worried and you want to protect your kid, especially when they're like shots being thrown, elbows to the back of the head, like concussion potential injuries. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was, our coach was flaming. And he's a which, great coach. Which honestly, one of did you know that one of the penalties that they actually called on their team? Amazingly, they called a penalty on their team. It, it it was so blatant that our coach was so upset that they actually gave the ball to the other team because our coach was that. They penalized our team. They penalized our team again. It was horrible. So I would like to take a pause here because right after this game, I was in a shit mood. We came home. The happening and I walk in the door and we just hit the drinks. We're like, fuck it, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a money claw. Then I get a text from a former guest host, Silent J. Who who 
I'd been talking to before that. 30, 45 minutes after we get home and I'm having uh, a money claw, I get a text from him that Normal Ray is going to drop off a gift. And he wants to, to send this over to us. So Silent J's wife, Norma Ray, came over with Sweetwater's Seltzer. Ooh. Now, now Sweetwater's Seltzer comes in four flavors, Imani. I have brought these out. Uh, I have just put the uh, black cherry, which Ooh, now... That is my favorite. Black cherry is what he is drinking from the Money Claws. There is also uh, So Mango, Ooh. mango flavor. That's the one I try, by the way. Yeah. Um, there is a mother of berries, so I assume this is a berry, fruity berry kind of thing. Yeah. That's there as well. And then there is the masculine favorite of all time, a lime flavored one. The choice is yours, E-Money. I would like for the podcast to record this because this is going to be... Fuck yeah, man. It's going to be interesting. All right. So video cam bit audio podcast. Uh, which one would you like to choose, E-Money? You're taking the which I'm one is that? the black cherry? Okay, so the black cherry. Uh, before you open that, um, just just read what it says on the can there. So it's Sweetwater Hydroponics. It's hard and heady, hard and heady seltzer, five percent alcohol, terpene infused. What's terpene? Uh, terpene it has to do with uh, like chemicals that uh have flavors in them scents in them oh yeah so i'm just i'm drinking i'm drinking liquid chemicals okay because but that's, it, it's a that, good kind yeah so it's only got one gram of sugars one gram of carbs naturally gluten-free of course all right so I, i'd like you to open that all right now just take take a sniff what do you smell it smells like beer does it smell like beer why don't you take a sip it really smells like beer I thought it smelled like something else, but take take a sip of that. Mm. Thoughts? Mm. It's very light. It's very light. Okay. It's very light. Okay. Well, let's Flavorful. try. Let, let's just for shits and giggles, let's try some of the other ones. Uh, I'm gonna pick up the. It's very light and flavorful. Oh, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the uh, the mango one. Let's see what the mango one tastes like. Just, just, and we'll sample these. You don't worry about like yeah. just having a si- sip. We're gonna try all four. I, I don't need that one. No. Actually, I'll, I'll take it. Take yeah. a sip. You gotta take a sip. Right, there we go. Visual bit audio podcast. I'm, I'm all right. And this, one. this is the so mango. The I'm so gonna, mango. Take it. So open. Did now. you just whiff it? I just whiffed it. Now and smell. You were like, no. Now smell that. What does that smell like? It smells like mango. Really? No. They kind of smell like weed. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Taste that one. See if you can get any mango notes out of that bitch. Yeah. You got some mango notes? You got some mango notes. Does so what so do you, what I figured it was hydroponics, but you know, I was I was I was just like, I don't know why I'm smelling weed. Yeah. So it's my theory, and I love Sweetwater, by the way. Sweetwater 420 is one of my favorite beers out there. It is. Uh the Sweetwater Road Trip is my second favorite beer out there. My theory is that they have figured out some way to carbonate bong water. It's a possibility. And I think that's what we're drinking tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Bong water. <laughs> I like bong water. It just really screws you up when you're lifting it to your, you smell it. Yo, dude, it's like, I can't even get past it. So it's like a, it. a stinky fucking beer. It's like. It smells like weed. Yeah. I mean, it stinks really bad, but then you put it in your mouth and you're like, hmm. 
I could not get past the taste. I could, it was like on my tongue. It was like, fuck, I just smoked a bowl like of really dank stuff. My burp just smelled like weed. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. They missed it, man. Sweetwater like does great stuff. This one, Silent J, by the way, I want to say uh, thank you very much. Oh, that was deep. And that, that shit is going to stink like, like the cops are going to come and they're going to smell this car and they're going to search this house because they have probable cause now because that shit smells like weed. Weed. Holy shit. Yeah. So to what is I mean, it says hydroponics on it, so I get it. Like they're trying to go after that that weed side of it and the seltzer side of it all at the same time. They're like, hey, let's get these weed boys the fucking taste of some good seltzer. So they have a line of beer that's called X14 or whatever. Yeah. And it's and it does taste like weed because it's got some CBD in it. Yeah, which dude, is like it tastes it's like great. weed. It smells like weed. It, it's, it and it kind of fucks you up too. And it's really high gravity. It's good. It's great. But yeah. like at the same time, I don't hate it. Norma Ray brought this over. She's like, yeah, pick a flavor just like I did to you. I chose the mango. She put it in front of my face. I opened it. I'm like, oh, all I'm burping Fuck. up is weed right now. Yeah. And that's, that's crazy. And that's what's going to happen. And I'm sorry, Sweetwater. You do not get to enter the NCAA bracket tournament. You did not qualify for the best seltzer ever. Well, maybe that's what they were going for on this one. Who wants to drink water that tastes like weed that's bong water well it doesn't taste like weed it smells like weed and then it comes back up like weed. And that's the aftertaste it's the weed i could not taste anything but weed and it's like i struggled to, to get down to full 12 ounces bad venture well we should just keep the other two and fuck with other guests if i lose <laughs> chisler's list challenge <laughs> if i lose chisler's list i'll shock on one of those bitches <laughs> Dude, you would not pass your drug test. No, seriously. Like, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> shit, my PO might, like, get suspicious. But oh. it's, it's some nasty shit. Like, I'm sorry, Sweetwater. I love your fucking company. So does Silent J. But, yeah. like, I, I do need to give this 15 love to Silent J and Norma Ray. Like, for bringing yeah, that thank over. You thank you, much. guys. You guys are fucking awesome people. And I had a great conversation with Norma Ray. We, we talked for, like, a couple hours. Didn't even realize time had, like, gone that long. It was awesome. It happens. They're great people. People, man. They are fantastic folks. Great to know that we've got folks like that in the neighborhood. Hell yeah, man. This neighborhood fucking rocks. Oh, man. Just tried the fucking black cherry. Oh, man. Shit is nasty. Like, like I just said, like, I... <sighs> There's something about water smelling like weed that there's, there's a natural aversion to it, right? Yeah. I, I, unless I can inhale it, I don't want it. Yeah. It's it's meant to cool yeah. off weed, not I'm still smell burping like up it. fucking weed. See, I'm telling it's, you, man. Uh, <laughs> weed. Now I got the burps, too. I didn't have the burps until I did that. Bubble guts. God damn. Fucking bubble gut sweet water bullshit. <laughs> All right. So don't want to be a sponsor. <laughs> Man, send us some beers, Sweetwater, yeah. and like, yeah. don't offload any of that shit to us. <laughs> so, anything else? E money? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's get this let's get this train rolling down the tracks. Well, then let's exit night interlight. Take my hand off to never never land into our mini news segment that we call Quick Bits. Please don't sue us, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, E-Money. Uh, do you want to start us off this week with the quick bits? Yeah. What I'll... quick bit of thought have you brought? Okay, so dude, this, this shit is hilarious. Okay. Thieves snatch shark from San Antonio Aquarium. San Antonio? Yes. They wheel it out in a baby carriage. <laughs> I am not shitting you. Okay, I'm going to let you read this. I've, I've got questions already. Please. Yeah. Okay, so three people. 
snatched a small shark from a pool at the San Antonio Aquarium, smuggled it out in a baby carriage over the weekend. The suspects are in custody. The shark is alive and well. Okay. It's back in the aquarium. But people were pissed. I'm thinking Ace Ventura pet detective I, all day long. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> um, okay. Did they mention what kind of shark this is? Is this a, this is not a land shark, apparently. This is not a land shark. Okay. So this is. <laughs> This is a coordinated effort with three people at the San Antonio Aquarium. Yes, it was three people. They even have video of these people taking right. this shark out. And it's the it's a horn shark. Horn shark, okay. So it's a small, slow-swimming member of the bullhead shark species. Okay, that makes more sense. Found off the West Coast from California to the Gulf of California, you know, from, yeah, yeah basically gotcha. Gulf of California. So, so basically Baja to, like, Los yeah, Angeles. Exactly. Right around right. there. Right on. And then, like... Like, seriously, they walk in there. They're into the petting area. Yeah. They pull this thing out, put it in a baby carriage, go into the back, get a bucket of bleach, dump it out, clean it out, put the, the bull shark back into this, like, bleach thing, then put it back into the baby carriage and try to smuggle this shit out. They got him in the parking lot. So they, they did not take him for a ride. They, well, they took him a ride in a baby carriage. Yeah, in a baby carriage. But, okay, so... <laughs> So the trend in aquariums is to have the petting part of the aquarium, yes. right? Where you've got the stingrays, you got the little sharks, little hammerheads and shit. They're cute and everything. They're slimy. It's like, oh, I'm touching shit. They stole it from that exhibit. They did. And I guess this guy was just like, he's had one in the past. Like they're, they're trying to say that maybe he's mentally unstable or something. But then how in the fuck did he enlist the two other people to steal this shark? This is a coordinated effort. Oh, this, it's definitely this, coordinated. This, this would have taken several. I'm talking about up. Uh, minutes of planning. <laughs> they didn't plan it that well. All they knew was they had a... I mean, who comes... Uh, an empty baby carriage. We're going to steal a shark today in an empty baby carriage. Well, I mean, what, what, what are we going to put it in? Uh, Lester? Lester? What, do you, what are we going to... Bobby, get the bucket! Get that bucket! These fuckers, like... They got as far as their car. They were like, they were, they were going to get away with the goddamn shark. Oh yeah, dude. The, like security is the one who finally chased them down in the parking lot. Fuck. They, so, they're all three in custody right now. So. Totally. Like this is, this is a, there's a trend like crimes involving baby carriages, right? Yeah. We talked about quarters. We did talk about quarters. The quarters and uh, trying to smuggle uh Coins. Yeah, what the fuck? Coins, up with sharks, these people. Uh, groceries at the grocery store, throw them in the bottom. Like, no one will catch it. I don't know anything about that. Never tried that, but I've seen people do it. But it, yeah, it's it's a great ruse. It's a yeah. smoke and mirrors misdirection. Oh, no one's going to fuck. Nobody's going to fuck with I mean, they're good don't people. They got baby. a baby carriage. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't touch my baby. baby. Yeah, put a little blanket over that. Sharks. Don't touch my bull shark that's in my baby carriage. Yeah, you know, he's ugly, but, you know, he's, he's a healthy baby. You know? <laughs> Who wants to have one of these? fuckers in their homes they're supposed to be in giant aquariums man people people have fucked up pets they do that's fucked up though i'm glad they recovered the shark thank god and he's he's got to be in isolation for a little while but other than that like they they expect him to make a full recovery couple a couple of months of therapy (laughs) costing thousands of dollars people of san 
San Antonio, if you start bitching about the fees or the price of admission going up, you can blame these three fucks. Yeah. <laughs> did they name the, the 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 individuals? Can we name them on the show? They did not name the individuals. Uh, but there is a picture. So if you go down to the show nuts, yeah, you can definitely read the article. Take a look at the video. It's uh, quite interesting. Send me that link. We are going to kick it in the show nuts. Hell yeah. And that my land shark. <laughs> motherfuckers is e-money quick bit for my quick bit there was no option there's no option on what i was going to bring tonight for a couple reasons first reason it's very hot in the news very hot in the news news is full of stories about the coronavirus we even talked about it a couple episodes ago people are starting to worry and this is coming on the heels of an announcement from the cdc earlier this week based here in atlanta when nancy missonnier the director of the cdc said it's not as so much of a question of if this will happen in this country anymore but a question of when this will happen uh there is a huge fear uh that not only china's labor force could be impacted if the labor force is impacted then productions shut down and shortages might be likely on top of that with a possible outbreak here in the states that means that things like prescription drugs and medical care would be short of supply and tough to come by yeah that's okay that that could happen right we could have some freaking that we've talked about like sars uh h1n1 uh the bird flu like this comes up every couple of years oh yeah all the time i'm taking a conservative approach so if if like if there is a quarantine in place which is something that people have talked about for a couple of weeks if that actually happens the only thing that i need is a healthy stash of money claws Wine, smokes, and Netflix. I'm fucking good. So those four things. Netflix, not a sponsor. Uh, you want to sponsor us, Netflix? I would love for Netflix to sponsor us. We can talk about that in the spotlight, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But why am I bringing this up tonight? Well, apparently there exists a cure for the coronavirus. And this, by the way, the second reason I had to bring this up, this comes to us courtesy of our boy, the Texas chapter, delegate of the Weekend Social, Chris Smith on Twitter, put this out there. I saw this coming up in my newsfeed, my feed and on Twitter. I had to do this. So first up, Chris Smith, Weekend Social. Weekend Social. Weekend Social. Thank you, Chris Smith. God bless you, sir. It was so good, I could not pass this up. An article shared by our brother, Chris references a product called Silver Solution, available for purchase for a mere $125, which not only has the power, greater than the Chisler's power of editing, so great that it not only has the ability to cure the coronavirus, but in quotes, it also has the ability to kill every pathogen that it's ever been tested on, including SARS and HIV. Whoa. So holy shit, where's this shit been like hanging out? Literally holy shit. Yeah, Magic Johnson wants to know. Maybe Magic Johnson's got the silver. He's using that shit, doing the Barry Bonds cream <laughs> or whatever. Hold your motherfucking horses, boys and girls. Because let's look at the source of this so-called miracle drug sold to you by none other than the Reverend Jim Baker. And for those of you who lived through the 80s, you guys are going to remember Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Hell yeah. That bitch be crying with all the mascara running down her face and shit. And he be crying because oh, I'm so sorry for everything I did. And then he goes to jail and praise the Lord and all that bullshit. You know he went to jail in Georgia, right? Yeah, I know he did. Five years. Yeah, dude. Let's talk about why he did 
He did for corruption. Fire fraud. Fraud. Cooking the books for the PTL, praise the Lord, oh, uh, yeah. thing. And then let's not forget Jim Baker and an accomplice drugging Jessica Hahn and raping her. And then after that happened, paying her off for her silence. So this is being sold to you by a rapist, ex Communicating ex con, ex con yeah, <laughs> piece of shit who's just now gotten back onto the televangelist bullshit. How does he get another TV show? Well, he, apparently, like this shit's big enough that it's actually selling. The the bullshit about it, and it's been claimed. So there, there's going to be a link to the article and and the show notes. And I don't want to go too long on this because I feel like I am going a bit long on it. But there is a claim that it it kills everything that it touches. That it's good for you. Um, I have some questions about what this is. Coming from a, a, a sexual predator, I would never, ever buy anything silver that's a liquid. No. Or a paste. Nope. That's just, that's that's my number one bullshit thing. Number two, uh, coming from an ex-con, I would never buy anything that he's selling me. Number three, he has a so-called doctor on there. That so-called doctor, by the way, is not a medical doctor. Cheryl Selman is not a physician. She is a doctor of naturopathy from Trinity College of Natural Healing, which is not an accredited organization whatsoever. It's a fucking paper mill. You want to be a um, doctor of natural healing certified by Trinity College? I can get you one. And I'll get you one at a discount. Is it what, $695? It's less than that if you type in the, the code hashtag Chisler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a medical doctor? Yeah, you, you yes. no, no, you would not. You would be a naturopathic a doctor. Nat- yes. You'd be a shaman, which, which does kind of sound a little bit cooler than a fucking. Dude, I, I might pay $695 just to put that fucking up on my wall. You can actually, the value of this, and I can sell you guys this, you can actually steal money from people in times of crisis. Do you know what kind of a cash cow that is? It's huge. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Way to go. So For shitty people, I guess. So this, this fucking dickhole of a person who is, let's just acknowledge the fact he did lots of shitty things and Dennis Rodman Michael Jordan the dogs they hear his name they don't like him <laughs> hey hey shh, shh. it's okay it's just Jim Baker <laughs> let's just say okay dude served his time no he which, didn't he actually originally got 45 years and he served five and he served five okay so he served some of his time and he still owes six million dollars to the IRS okay so he still hasn't paid that back so he's trying to recoup that money by by fucking selling fake shit to a whole bunch of stupid people snake oil right <laughs> since since this has come to light well um the center for science in the public interest or the cspi has released a statement and the csbi is pretty freaking good like agnostic kind of let's protect citizens kind of organization uh, they've urged the fda and the ftc to take enforcement action on jim baker for his coronavirus cure saying that the claims made by baker and the in quotes doctor um not only are they dangerous but they are fraudulent and if this happens jim 
butt bang baker might be back in butt bang prison here in Georgia. Jessup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For, for <laughs> another spell of rectal inspection. Uh, this is some serious shit. He is, he, the claims that are made, especially right now on the heels of the CDC. Oh, yeah. Like that motherfucker is going to get pounded worse than the person that he raped well he he's trying to pull a quick 20 mil and then go disappear where's he gonna go there's well, no way that he can well he can go to south america or something crazy there's he, no gonna, fucking way he's gonna have to like disappear he's well, gonna have to run with the money but this doctor <laughs> oh <laughs> she's a mouthpiece i don't blame her like she's she probably got paid off just like the person that jim baker fucking raped <laughs> i'm sorry uh, no it's not funny i mean it's, it's just truth. it's, it's it's so crazy to think that people would actually put faith in that man. Can we put him in the same fuck you in the ass prison as R. Kelly? They would love each other. I would like to have them both like watch each other like Pulp Fiction, like Zed fucking Marcellus Wallace. I would love to have them both look at each other that way. <laughs> that would be that would be poetic justice, right? It would be. Well. Especially considering that, you know, Baker douchebag, he put so much splite on the on the face of God. Yeah. I mean, it was horrible. Oh, that my motherfucking using religion as a cloak will never ever wash away your sins. Motherfucker. Wake bitch. There you go. That was uh that one got me so fired up. I actually Oh dude. I, I, I I'm went. trying not to laugh, but I, I had to laugh a little bit just because it, it's so heartbreaking. To even think that this shit is still going on and that these fuckers are still getting away with it. I mean, okay, I understand that people love the love religion. God bless them. You know, like, I'm not even going to get into my personal views. I don't want you to get into yours either because, you know... But don't have a blind faith to the people who are preaching to you. The, the dude did some really nasty shit. I don't give, give a shit like how much I like Puddin' Pops or The Cosby Show. Bill Cosby did the goddamn same thing. Yeah. And people are fucking... I'm not listening to Bill Cosby Fuck anymore. No, dude. That Me Too movement was... It, it, it should have taken place a long time ago. Never should have been a Bill Cosby. Never should have been a Jim Baker. Never should have been a fucking Harvey Weinstein or a goddamn yeah. Donald Trump. God damn. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, like, it's bullshit. Yeah. Hey, man. Shit happens. Uh, this is the spotlight section. It's just us. Hey! There we go. That's awesome. You are now officially a podcast veteran. Dude, that's awesome. I I can still remember the first time I was here podcasting. And, you know, the happenings, like, kind of like listening on the couch. And I'm sitting here kind of, like, shaking, like... Dude, I had no idea what my voice would sound like on tape. And I was just like, this shit sucks. And then I remember your afterthought, like, you know, after the podcast came out and after you heard it, even though it was a shitty recording, he's like, holy fuck, dude, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Well, I was just, and then, you know, everybody's like, man, you got a pretty good podcast. And I'm like, you know, I do have, you know, some faithful listeners and they're just like, your podcast is really good. And I'm like, I've got a really good engineer. <laughs> I do have a special sauce. Like I do have a, like a, a secret sauce. It's the, the Chisler's 12 secret ingredients. It's yeah. spices and herbs and shit. I mean, I do, I do stuff on the back. 
back end, and I take pride in what we put out. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah. It's not like I'm doing this solo. I'm doing this with you. And I will yeah. say that the freaking coolest thing about doing this show uh, is not only have I gotten to know you like better as a neighbor and friend, I've gotten to like do something that's fucking fun with such a fucking cool person. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, this is, this is my, I look forward to this. It is so much fun. We always have a great time and it's just one of those things that, you know, I can't believe that this shit is out there though. Still, uh, still to this point. <laughs> the happening visual bit audio podcast going to pick up the boys from lacrosse practice when it's negative 14 outside did, did you not snowing it's snowing up the hill both ways did she's you, borrowed did, my north face did jacket. you not call the teenage daughter just call the teenage daughter and have her do it oh yeah she's uber she is uber these days or as as uh no she would do it now too oh, I, got it. I told honey badger oh well that was your fault then <laughs> 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 so i did have a question for you what's been like the biggest surprise like doing this show like for you honestly the biggest surprise has just been how funny it is because honestly when we started first putting it together you know i got through the first couple episodes and i was still like you know it's okay but then i started like going back and reminiscing about it and i'm starting to listen to it over again a couple times and then i'm just like you know these people are fucking funny seriously so the shit that comes out of here is just so ridiculously funny that i can literally spend 45 minutes in my car which i do a lot really pull down an episode with a smile on my face yeah that's almost the exact same thing uh i've podcasted before yeah uh, there was a lot of stress involved with that podcast i'm i i don't mean this in any negative way. I don't want to talk shit. I would love to talk shit, but I'm going to be a better person than that. I took a, I took a, a period of time off. I didn't do anything musically. Didn't do, do anything with podcasting. I felt like over the last year and a half or so, like I needed something. Like I was, I, I felt like it bottling up. I'd also become like a fucking hermit. I didn't, we didn't have any social life here. Yeah. Uh, we had some social life, but it was really kind of living through the happening. This has not only been one of the most fulfilling enterprises creatively, but it's also increased our social sphere in ways that I never thought it was possible. Uh, I knew Mr. Clean before he came on. Oh, yeah. But I didn't really know him. And I love that guy. <laughs> and I, I was hard not that, to at this point, you know, and I same same kind of thing with 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 almost every guest host, with the exception of maybe Tasman, Saul Goodman, Inspector Tech and Reggaetron. Like I knew them, but I didn't really know them. Oh, yeah. And the greatest thing about this show is like when you have a couple of dudes who just live life every day and want to just have a couple of beers is a great excuse. And it gets kind of funny when people that are in our situation get a couple uh, money claws in them or <laughs> just chisel a, wisers. Just a couple. Yeah. Or <laughs> any, any other things. And then things start happening. And fortunately, we got a format that lends itself to it. You get to put in as much or as little as you really want. And I 
get to be creative when I want to as well. It's it's just an amazing format where we can all get together. Most of our guests have never been on a podcast before. Yeah. And then they come in here and they're kind of like, you know, they're first timers. Like I remember my first time. It was fucking scary as fuck. Yeah. And then they're just like, that was really fun. I, I, and so when they walk out of here like that, like, you know what? That was the best experience podcasting that I'm just like, that shit is cool as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> what would be really funny for you is if I can find the original podcast, the first podcast that I ever did, and you hear that, because then you get to hear the chiseler with that kind of like uncertainty. <laughs> I even forgot my fucking name. <laughs> That's no bullshit. You didn't have name tags out? No, we didn't. And, okay, so let, let's 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 pull back the curtain a little bit. We do have a standard format here, and it's no surprise. I don't really think that the standard format matters because it's really kind of a they're very nice. It's just a way to kind of frame the conversation in a way that's digestible for the listener. I think it works. Maybe there's room for improvement. Maybe there's room for completely throwing it away and trying something different. I think it works better than most podcasts that I've heard. I listen to a lot of them, and this is by far, I just like the consistency of, hey, I know they're going to they're gonna throw out these, these crazy intros, which are fun in itself, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are fun. And then, and then you get into like, what's the weekend about? And that's always quite interesting just to hear people talk about like normal shit. Yes. Like, oh my God, they have lacrosse practice too. Or, oh my God, they've got tennis. Or, oh my God, my freaking daughter is going to get her driver's license. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just like normal fucking shit. I love that thought. You know? And so you, and then you get into the other parts of it that are, that are actually quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I would, all of them are. All yeah. of them are. Well, the quick bits are pretty fucking funny. Man. We get we get the opportunity to take the piss out of each other. Yeah. You know, we get to take a couple like shots at each other and knowing that hey, it, it's kind of good to, to take, you know, take a couple licks. Well, just la- and laugh about fucking things. Yeah, and, and you get to laugh about it. People have asked me, "What is your show about?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know." It well, is it is a it is meant to make the people that are doing the podcast feel a little bit better about what they're doing. Yeah. Kind of opening the doors a little bit. It's meant as kind of an excuse to like force people who don't talk like the chiseler. I, I'm not an extrovert. I am not. I force no. myself to be an extrovert. You're actually what they call an, an, an introverted ex, extrovert. Yeah. I have to be very comfortable with the people that I'm <laughs> around to begin like to, to actually interact with them. Yes. You give me a social situation with people that I've never met before. And you're and standing like, in the corner. I'm a goddamn wallflower. Yeah. But you get <laughs> me on this goddamn show and I get to put the mask on that's the chiseler and I can say whatever the fuck I want and I can do it. Dude, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Honestly, we we get to sit out here and actually just have some fun every so often. There is we been, can't say it's weekly or bi-weekly. We get them out as as fast as we can. But you know what? We have a real life. We're yeah. not, we don't get paid for this. We, we talked we just, about we yeah. talked about with Regatron, like we've been trying to get not only like Regatron, you and me, but our spouses over here at the same oh, time. Yeah. You it, know how logistically we wanted, fucking challenge. We wanted to get is? them over here before Valentine's Day, and it was just like the logistics of this fucking podcast, it's, it's always crazy. The the one thing I do want to say is this is an opportunity for just people to to be their best selves. Live their yeah. live their best like midlife crisis lives. There's a lot of shit that's going on 
with all sorts of stuff, with work, with family, lots of stress. This is the one time where it's not stress, it's fun. Yeah. And dude, we're not here to like preach religion. We're not here to talk about fucking love and marriage or anything else like that. This is strictly like a no holds bar bullshit throwdown in the WWE ring. Yeah, exactly. There is nobody that's safe from yeah. us giving like bullshit. them shit. Like, like we will we will talk shit about anybody just because it's funny. And if you take it seriously, you're fucking you're doing it wrong. Well, if you take it seriously, then please don't listen to my podcast. Okay, so I want to I want to. I want to to segue on this because this is something that that you and I have talked about. We haven't talked about here. So we, you are known by e money. I yes. am known by the Chisler. We have jobs. We have families. We have friends. We yes. have social networks outside of this show. Yes, there has been since the start of the show that, and again, I will own this. It is uh, it is carried over from a prior podcast where we have felt that there needs to be some sort of like hard Fort Knox like barrier from people like knowing who we really are and who we really are. And I will say this pretty definitively who we are on this show is pretty close to who we are in real life. You hear it edited. There are things that are taken out. There are things that are polished up. There oh, are yeah. things that we don't say. There are things that we choose not to say. Um, but there, I don't think there's anything that we've said on this show that is damaging. No, no, not at all. And I think the fear was that this could be linked back to us or attributed back to us in a negative fashion. It whether it whether it would impact our livelihood from a, an employment perspective yeah. or our family and friends. Yep. And you and I had a really, really good heart to heart. And I, I think you kind of opened my eyes. You, you want to talk about that a little bit more? Well, I just said, hey, you know, I don't want to get out there and like put my name on the podcast. But if, if people figure it out, it's me. I really don't really don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm a small business owner. And so for, for me, that is a huge deal. Yeah. Because that but, you know, we don't talk politics on here. We don't talk. We, we don't, don't. We don't talk religion. And I we mean, don't do bad we, shit. We don't do bad shit. So I mean, it's just like, hey, you know, whatever. Blah. blah, blah. You're not saying nothing that we have said has been negative towards like any type of person towards group. No. Um, except for people who have done. Well, I did really say bad some negative shit, shit about Baker <laughs> just and, now. Or but R. Other Kelly. Than that, you yeah. wanted to rip his dick off. I did. And I guarantee you, like he probably deserves that in the court of public well, opinion. Well, I've got I've got a daughter for you know? a, for, for a good. <laughs> Goddamn reason yeah. he wanted to rip his dick off. Yeah. But like, we've never, like, we've never put any culture, no, no. gender, no, we're not putting down anybody or have trying you to make. looked at our guest list? Or tried to make light of it. Right? Have you, yeah. Have you looked at our guest list? How could you say that we have any ill will towards any one thing or another? I mean, we have the most diverse guest list on the planet. So I hate to I hate to bring this up again, but this is like this was something that I created out of my own fear and the reason for that was prior show. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to fear that. I don't okay. really and I don't care if anybody hears this and here's something that honestly I'm proud of. I'm proud of what we do. I am yeah, I'm actually very proud of what I'm we not do. gonna say like this is my like full name, here's my social security number. No. But I don't care if people and I don't feel like I've got to bleep my first name anymore. I really don't. But I, I don't care about that going forward if it's on me. That's your call. No, on your I side. mean honestly though, I mean if you looked on 
Facebook. Really wanted to figure out who the fuck I was, you would. But from <laughs> from like a background check person in HR perspective, you would never be able to tie this podcast back to us. At this point, no. There's no way. <laughs> that will be fucking cut out. That listeners, you just heard that bleeped out. That's incriminating. And that's something that I will not let go out there. And that's why I won't let shit like that go out because I don't want it like to ever negatively affect. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you really wanted to, you could probably figure out where the fuck we are in, in Roswell. Oh yeah. But it does it's it's not about that, folks. It's not about that. The 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 whole goal of the weekend social is in fact like the name itself, the weekend social. Yeah, it's it is a whole bunch of people getting together and having a good time. On our off hours, people have jobs, yes. People have families, yes. But man, there's nothing better than getting around the table with a couple people that you freaking like or even don't know and diving into some funny shit. Well, just think about it like when you have those um, progressive dinners. Yes. And you're going from house to house. House to okay. house. And you end up at the end of the night and you're at the wine house. Yes. Okay. So at the wine house, you and your 16 friends are sitting down having just a shit and giggle time that is what i think of as our podcast is like the end of the night shit and giggle that's and who doesn't want to be there and you know what honestly i wake up in the morning after those nights and i'm just like that was funny as shit i wish i would have recorded that yeah (laughs) there there are things that like so we've been hanging out with folks that have been on the show We've hung out with folks who haven't been on the show that won't come on the show because they're scared of the podcast. Yeah. And and there might be reasons, you know, one way or the other, but there's still people that are, yeah, it's not for me. That's that's fine. But at the same time, like, there's a reason why we do this. It's for... Entertainment. It is for entertain. There's an output. There's an input to this, too. Yes. There, there are multiple is. outputs, but there's the input to it, too. The input to it is we get a chance to just get in a... In a in a virtual ring, like just fucking have fun and live yeah. live just a little bit differently for the span of what the listeners hear for an hour or so. And it's fun. And then when you hear it on the output, hopefully the listeners love it. I love it. I dude, it's I, been fun. I yeah, I love it. All right. Well, Imani, um, here's my commitment to you. I never want this to feel like an obligation. I never want this to feel like it's a uh, burden. I want every episode to feel better than the last one. Yeah. Uh, I think I've felt that every time that I've recorded with you. I've felt the same way, man. My commitment is to just keep on bringing the pain, man, whenever I can. it's, It's just an amazing outlet for creative flow and just friendship and hopefully 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 that people listening to this get the same kind of enjoyment that we get out of making it for them because motherfucker it is so fucking great to to do this and actually get a response like we've gotten so far yeah oh i love it man we're 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 not even a year in there are podcasts out there that are not getting numbers that we've gotten that aren't like that that they've been out there for multiple years trying to chase the numbers that we're getting and it's beautiful it's humbling it's fuck yeah and i love it we got some great listeners dude we do we do and and uh 
you know, we we say that we do it for us, um, but it really freaking makes a difference that it's making a difference for you guys. And I hope that that continues. And if the, if it ever doesn't, please let us know because <laughs> yeah, dude, I just go to the show nuts right now. Yeah, hit one of our fucking things and let us know. Send us an email. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Emoni's never been on Twitter. <laughs> He's been on Twitter once. <laughs> I set it up. Yeah, you set it up. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can outsource that to uh, to the teenage daughter. Well, listen, I, I think I think we've gotten to. Did he did he just do that? Oh my like, god. <laughs> Oh my god. No, no. Oh my god, Michael Jordan just fucking Michael. shat right next to me. Almost. I mean it's Michael Jordan. Like it. Michael Jordan the it dog. The, holy just shit. Fucking crop dusted. Oh my money. god. <laughs> I just ate poo. <laughs> 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 that was horrible i'm so sorry man i mean you know michael jordan normally stays away from me during the podcast he came up and was just like hey hey old man it's a weird rub this old man's head and i was like okay i'll take care of you oh, big guy man. and he just walked away and just like let one just in my face dennis Rodman farts though Oh, they're nasty. No, dude. dude, they they are like that's the shit that fucking Saddam Hussein is hiding in Syria. <laughs> like it is fucking creeping death shit. <laughs> Medical warfare. Coronavirus oh, yeah. came from Dennis Rodman, <laughs> the dog's asshole. Which was made in North Korea. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it was made. Um, let's go ahead and get to the final segment. Now, because it's just me and you, E Money, we're we're not gonna go to the usual games. We're gonna play the game. That we played the first time we sat down and recorded. We're going to play the game, eh, close enough. Now, uh, much like friendship, eh, close enough is a game of forgiveness. (laughs) Much like drinking, eh, close enough is a game of tolerance. And much like the recording of The Weekend Social... Eh, close enough is you know that works <laughs> it's close enough <laughs> so e-money i have a list of 10 questions for you and for each one i'm going to give you a range of an acceptable allowance plus or minus and if you are within the range you're going to get a point now the chisler booking exchange is back open for the first time in 19 episodes and he's giving an over under on the game definitely not the under on michael jordan the dog <laughs> but if ebony if you can guess more correctly than the over under then you will win a very special prize i might actually give you the scratch off i gave honey badger when you came over here all stressed out that i saved for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you can't well, well we'll see what happens the chisler booking exchange has set the over under for e-money at Five and a half correct answers. So if you guess six of the following 10 questions correctly, you'll win. So E-Money, your first question. Okay. You know what we give away on this podcast, right? Uh, yeah. (laughs) What would that be? (laughs) Please don't say STDs. That would be, uh, love and happiness. Mm -hmm. We also give away, um, scratch off lottery tickets. Can, (laughs) Can you guess within... Plus or minus five bucks. The total value 
of all of the lottery tickets that we have scratch off tickets that we have given away on the show plus or minus value within a range of ten dollars plus or minus five bucks each way the actual so are number. you talking about the people who have actually won or the every or, episode that we've ever done so the people who have actually won or are you talking about the, the value actual value of the cards I so I'll clarify if I bought a five dollar scratch off and won nothing I still spent five dollars how much has been spent on scratch off lottery tickets for this show no 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 calculator use a calculator you gotta guess no calculators because you can um, back into this shit so let's see i would go with 440 dollars, and that is outside the tolerance the correct answer is 255 dollars worth of scratch off lotteries that have been scratched on this show you've been handling some bullshit fucking scratch offs then man well let's talk about the total amount <laughs> won by people on the show Within $5, how much has actually been won by people that have been on the weekend social? You're only giving me a $5 hoo-ha? Well, I'm giving you a range of $10. I'm, I'm, look, I would never give you a $5 hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> that That's... might be a $45 love, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would probably say... Those are called <laughs> flashlights, and they don't work. <laughs> I'd probably say... In the range of like $70. Unfortunately, e-money, we have been quite profitable on this podcast. And um, a good two-thirds of this belongs to Silent J for winning $100 off of a $5 scratch-off. Mm, I forgot about Silent J. The total amount of, of money that has been won on the show by people scratching off those tickets is $243. Which shit. means that we are 91% profitable. We're only losing 8%. We're almost in the black on this shit. Alright, so your third question. How many times on this show have we played Chisler's List within a margin of error of one time? So, plus or minus one time either way. Are we going for real? Yeah. How many times? Right, for real. For real. For real, for real. On this show, Week in social. Okay, just on this show? On this show alone. Seven times. I'm off. Unfortunately, E-Money, because it's the deadliest game in podcast. We've only done it five. We've done it a total of 12 times. I would have accepted no. 11, 12, and 13. 12 times. Last episode, it was unbeaten 11 and 0. You can go back and check the audio if you want to fact check me. E-Money. Man, I'm, I'm losing it all, all right. right now. Our longest episode, E-Money, was episode 10 with your father-in-law and the Tasman. Yes. Now, how long within plus or minus three minute, minutes was that episode? It's the longest one we've ever done. So you got a range of six minutes to work with. <clears throat> You're killing me here, man. You're killing me, Smalls. I'll give you five minutes either way. There, I, I mean, uh, our episodes have ranged so much. But that was the longest one. That's the freaking outside outlier. I would say 124 minutes. Because you made me adjust it, I'm going to go ahead and give you one. It was a, an hour and 31 minutes and 10 seconds long. Okay. There we go. There you go. There, that, there's one on the board for you. Very nice. Wow. Um, all right, so we are the Weekend Social. One of the easiest games that we play on this show is the Weekend Social Showdown. I wouldn't now, say it's easy. You kind of give it away. <laughs> you haven't won a single one. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we played the Weekend Social Showdown on this podcast? Within a margin of plus or minus two. Three times. We're going to go ahead and give it to you. It is actually four times, so you were within the range. Very nice. We played it four times. Even though it is named after this show, the Weekend Social Showdown is one of the sparsely played games that is an original game. 
That's now, because everybody wants to do the Chisers list. Well, like, because oh, they, we want to go for the belt. Yeah, we want the belt. They want the belt. Or they drew. We had a, we had a string or of like we, people yeah, drawing, drawing the envelopes, oh. which we got to get around. The, the way around that is the fucking lightning reaction game. All right, so we have released um, not only from the original episode, which is the point five. We've also released two outtake episodes. Mm-hmm. So the total length of all of our shows, including the point five. Uh, episode and Including. the two and the two outtake episodes. How long is that in the in total number of hours? Plus or minus two hours? Twenty three hours. Man, the total length of all the shows combined. And I did the math today. It was a fucking pain in the ass Excel formula. Um, the total length of all the shows is twenty three hours, twenty one minutes, and thirteen seconds. Which means. If you wanted to pull an all-nighter, you could listen to the Weekend Social for almost a full day, which is badass. That's a lot of content. Not including this episode. What do you think I'm doing this weekend while I'm cleaning my garage? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't take you 23 hours, 10 minutes, and 21 minutes, and 13 seconds. Probably will. Probably will. 30 love you, money. (laughs) All right, so, E-Money, we have have received a tremendous response from the fans. We've got fans that we didn't even know that we had. Within five each way, plus or minus five, how many total countries have we reached? 25. Oh, man. Way under. Humbly saying that. Way under. We have reached a total of 43 countries around Holy the world. Holy shit, man. Dude, it's amazing. Uh, do you want me to... I'm going to actually do some quick shout-outs real quick. We have to. We have to. Yeah. Because these, these badasses are badasses. Um, U.S., of course, is number one on the list. But um, Egypt is number two. Apparently, Egypt, we're hot as fuck out there. If it's not hot <laughs> as fuck as is... Um, we're the weekend socials like all over that shit. Australian listeners, we freaking love you down on the um, you know, throw shit, shrimp on the bobby. Micronesia, we, we've been hit. United Kingdom, uh, Germany, Ukraine, Philippines, Indonesia, South Africa, Canada. I mean, the list goes on and on for 33. We love you guys. The fact that we're international, that's huge. 43 fucking countries. Dude, that's unbelievable. There are 182 countries in the world. We are seriously 25% of the way there. And we hit all those. That's kind of mind-blowing. If we hit every single country in the world, I think I like... I, I, I We throw some of those motherfuckers on there. Like some of our big some of our big hitters that, that should be on the show. It would, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, seriously. All right, so uh, your eighth question. You've gotten uh, three right. You've got to hit the next three right to, to, to win the big prize. How many times have we played the cranial cage match on the weekend social? Between uh, plus or minus two each way. Twice. You are dead on E-Money. Very nice. I'm going to give you a bonus point on that one. <laughs> bonus point. Bonus points for dead on. All right. We talked. We just talked about the belts. Yes. Do you remember how many total white claws combined between our two belts within plus or minus fifteen each way? Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me! I made the belts. I got it. I got. I know. I, I know. I know. But I th- I thought it was like some ridiculous number, and then you told me it wasn't a ridiculous number. But then it it still, still felt ridiculous. like a ridiculous, it's still a ridiculous number. number. Like I was. <sighs> I, my belt is sitting right here. E-Money has left his belt at home. Um, 
But it's sitting next to my bed. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't walk into Imani's bedroom. I know. I I would probably say around how how many do I get? That? Like you, fifteen. I'll give you. I'll give you thirty each way. Uh, seven hundred and twenty. You way overestimated. It's six hundred and thirty-one. Damn. Between the two belts. Dude, that's six hundred and thirty-one dollars we spent on. Uh, just don't on. remind me, dude. Chisler <laughs> does not approve. All right, so our most recent game that was created for the Weekend Social is... And you know this, man! Which is created on episode 9. Mm-hmm. We are on episode 19. Mm-hmm. Frequency has not been amazing. Mm-hmm. Been sparse. How many times have we played, and you know this, man... One time. Margin of error, plus or minus one. Two times. It is actually three times... E-Money, you have actually won. Oh, my gosh. Eh, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> well, E-Money. It's close enough. Let's get down to business. I, I get a 15 love for that one. <laughs> you actually, won I game. won the game. You won the game. I've never won, won the game. game. I've never won you the won game. You won the game. See, it takes a shallow like this to actually win a fucking game. I loved every... Six cannon bullets from that. Didn't didn't did you enjoy as much as I did? E money. I did. Well, e money. This it's it's really easy to get wrapped up in like in life and in this show. It's like a bonanza. Well, you know what? You can win the hundred million dollar cash bonanza. Win up to a million dollars over a hundred million in total cash prizes. Match any of your numbers to the winning numbers. Win the prize shown for that number. Get a ball bag symbol. Uh, instantly win a kick in the nuts from Dennis Rodman. Uh, if any of your numbers match the bonanza number, then uh, you win all 20 prizes shown. Uh, for this one, you must use the Jeff Amit guitar pick. Sweet. The, the, seriously, the sweet. You, that's that's what we're you know, so, doing. Yeah. So that's your special prize for actually winning. Eh, close enough. You're gonna get the the and, and, and then you get a what? hey Chisler. You ever felt like like you're yourself and not yourself? Kind of like like a doppelganger, or you have a double out there. You could be the doubler with the. $500,000 payday doubler published by the Georgia Lottery but paid for by the Chisler scratch the back for more chances to win oh shit I get to play twice match any of your numbers to the winning numbers win the prize shown for that number get two dollar sign monies and I will kick e-money off the show <laughs> because I win double the prize shown <laughs> get a dollar symbol which is about all I've got in my wallet instantly win a hundred dollars oh that's great and then I got like five chances on the back to win I, this is the first time I've scratched on the podcast Dude, ever that is amazing yeah, how about that shit yeah I, I never win so this is, is this my first time winning or second time winning uh the first time winning game. first time really yeah wow that'd right, so be so rough okay You know what? Chisler is not a winner. $5 to the Hope Scholarship, my contribution. Now, what e money feels that he has hit a bonanza worth of stuff. Let's see how much the bonanza is. E money. It's not at the point where you have to share it, so don't worry about that. It's not that big. I wish it was. That would be great. Um, but e money. 
Uh, this actually, we spent $15 on these two lottery cards. We have now, with, with your win tonight, your contribution, we have actually gone into the green because your $10 scratch off from the Georgia lottery has netted you 30 bucks. You should parlay this like Mr. Clean. Find it. Find a, a dude. I need uh, to play this shit more often. 30 bucks from the, $30. From the, from the card printed by the fucks downtown courtesy of the chiseler and worth every fucking penny. Thanks chiseler. I really appreciate it. I you're, won something. You're the best sack of money I could be sitting next to. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 19. I'm going to let E-Money, for the first time, sign it out in any way that he wants to do it. Wow. Okay, so all I got to say is, everybody, please listen, rate, review, give comments, and we really appreciate you listening. And love you, Chisler. I love you too, man.